Hale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. Listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Seven for Langbord. Where again? Yes, just right over Nicholson. Mullins rejected. My goodness, where into about the fifth row? Galloway, good shot fake, and a long right pass to where? Wrapping up hour number two here on Herd at Sports Radio, AM 590, ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. We're live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. That's DB. I'm Ravi Lula. want to remind you, there's just four home games left for your Omaha Mavericks hockey team as they take on Colorado College in a top 20 matchup on Friday and Saturday night. Get your tickets now by calling the box office 402-554-MAVS or by going to omavs.com slash ticks. Let's pack the Baxter. Joining us now on the Warhorse Sportsbook hotline is Ken Bikoff. He hosts the Peaks podcast, covers Indiana basketball. Ken, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, guys. How are you doing? Good. Good morning, Ken. Welcome. Yeah, happy to be here. It's going to be an uh, interesting game as, as the season continues for both of these teams. Yeah. It's it's interesting because, uh, I mean, full disclosure, I'm a Lakers fan, so I'm obviously well aware of Hood Shafino and I cover the Big Ten, so I understand that transition. Any parallels tonight? Because I think he's critical. And I knew, you know, he had the boo-booey assignment the other day, but, like, when you look at Cups and you look at the young point guard play in this league, like, is there any talk or comparison with Hood Shafino? Is it is it different game, different story, or is it here we go again, another young point guard having to kind of steady the ship? Good for for Gabe Cup? Yeah. Well, you no, know, you know, those are night and day situation there with with them. You know, because uh, Jalen came in and was going to be a, a guy that was going to be a star, was really really important last year's team. Uh, when Xavier Johnson got hurt, Xavier Johnson is hurt again, and Gabe Cups, who is a guy who really should be coming off the bench, he should be your your ace guy, yeah. uh, you know, in the rotation, has had to play way more minutes than was really expected or that he's ready for. Does it doesn't mean that he's a bad player? It's just you know guys come into college at different levels, and and Huchifino was uh, a star. And Gabe Cups is a guy that is learning as he goes along. And so one of the huge, huge flaws for this IU team was the lack of depth at point guard uh, going into the season. Mike Woodson really um, and his staff basically failed to get any kind of depth at point guard. And Mike Woodson has said that they went into the season just hoping X wouldn't get hurt. And then Mm. Xavier Johnson got hurt, and then he got hurt again. And um, when Johnson's been in the lineup, he hasn't been very good. So th- this is a TIU team that is um, struggling along, uh, incredibly mediocre, uh, has a good inside game, nothing good outside, 
and uh, just doesn't have any answers that are going to be solved for the issues this year. That That's the biggest problem with this group. Ken, want to stay looking at this year, although there are, as you mentioned, question marks moving forward as well. But, you know, Indiana lost eight of their last 12. What is what are the hopes to be able for Indiana to turn around in these last six games? I mean, obviously, an NCAA tournament berth at this point is a long shot. They'd probably have to have a lot of work done in the Big Ten tournament as well. I guess what what's Indiana hoping to gain or course correct in these last six games of the season? Well, they're just hoping to find some kind of consistency. That's the biggest thing that for this team because uh, they they have been getting off to good starts or uh, you know they, they like for instance. Uh, uh, when the, the Hoosiers uh, took on Ohio State, their their win that they had on February 6th, they were down by as many as, as 16 to 19 points in the second half, and they managed to come back. Uh, Ohio State has done that a lot and ended up firing its coach because of its own inconsistency. Yeah. But the, the, the Hoosiers are just looking for some kind of consistency. And even against Northwestern on Sunday, Indiana was down by 16 and rallied to make the score close, but it was really just kind of an aesthetic four-point. The Hoosiers weren't that close. This is a team that doesn't uh, play defense with any kind of consistency, can't shoot the three, is not good from the free-throw line, gets out-rebounded most nights. Uh, It it is just a a group that is um, more like five players playing instead of uh, having a team on the floor at all times. Ken, it's interesting because I always look at, you know, I'm a big press conference guy and I like to watch coaches' mannerisms. And Woodson's a straight shooter. There's there's definitely no no question about that. You can tell he's experienced and and maybe even understands the culture or 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 does he, right? I you guy, but when I listen to him kind of address and talk with the media, I don't think he's indifferent. But there's a very fine line between that and matter of fact. Which way do you lean when you listen to Woodson kind of address and talk to the media? Well, he's definitely, you know, uh, he, he understands the culture. Yeah. And he, he, he definitely uh, is not indifferent. That isn't the case. Uh, but what I think is, is kind of the case is he understands, he, he continues to sell the vision of what he wants this team to be. And I think that he feels that they are somewhat close to it. Now, the rest of us with eyes disagree. <laughs> and, and, and don't think that that is, uh, uh, that is what, the, what the Hoosiers are doing. This isn't a matter of them just getting over the hump. It's a flawed roster, and it has been all season. It's why the Hoosiers went through the non-conference squeaking out wins over Moorhead uh, State and Florida Gulf Coast and Army and, and things like that. It's been a problem all season. Uh, he, he will say things like it's not a matter of them not shooting enough threes, they're just not making enough. Well, by that same token, the Hoosiers are taking uh, you know some of the lowest uh, uh, shot uh, three-point shot totals, which is fine because they can't make them anyway. So it, it is really a, a team, I think, that he's trying to sell the vision of what he wants the program to be, but it's not necessarily what is everybody else is seeing. And so part of it, I think, is trying to sell – uh, his own team to play the way he wants them to. He's trying to sell recruits on what it can be, but that is somewhat at odds with what we see. We're talking with Ken Bikoff. He hosts the Peaks podcast and covers Indiana basketball. Ken, what is the feeling about Mike Woodson around the program? He's in just year number three, made the NCAA tournament the first couple years, but 
doesn't seem like people are enamored with the job he's doing. You mentioned a lot of issues with the current roster. I, I guess just what's the overall sense of, around Mike Woodson right now? There's uh, a ton of concern. I mean, it, it's, mm. I don't think that Mike Woodson's going to go anywhere. I don't think he's going to get fired, any, anything like that. He's, he's been here for, this is only his third year. Uh, however, that said, uh, the recruiting has not uh, gotten guys in the spots that they've needed. You know, you have the transfer portal, you could get guards. Indiana really didn't do that last uh, last offseason. An offensive system that the Hoosiers are running, there's just a lot of standing around, a lot of uh, uh, things that in the previous two years when you had an All-American like Trace Jackson Davis or you had a guard who was creative and could uh, make things happen like Jalen hood it masked some of the issues that uh, existed with that offense. This year, he talks about working inside out, and you know you do have guys like Khalil Ware and uh, Malik Renu, uh, Mackenzie and Baco that have have done some uh, some nice things. But in order to run an inside out system, you need that outside portion, and that's where the Hoosiers really struggle time after time. One of the few games that they've had where they knocked down threes at a good percentage was against Nebraska uh, back in early January, and they went nine to eighteen. But since then. You know, the, the Hoosiers just don't consistently make three. So there's a lot of uh, concern because this is a team that's unquestionably Mike Woodson's team this year. The pieces haven't really come together in the puzzle to make a, a good picture, and it really is uh, some concern going forward because the future of this program uh, right now as it stands looks like more of the same. You have the idea that Khalil Ware may go to the NBA because he has been very good. Mackenzie mm-hmm. um, Mbako gets a lot of attention. But it, it is a team that is going to need a lot of changes for the second straight year to be able to right the ship because what we're seeing right now is, is, is not pretty basketball. So two things at home that can come into play. Sometimes it's, it's getting to the foul line and making free throws. Indiana's not a very good free throw shooting team. And, and making – three-pointers you don't shoot it well so when you're looking for the recipe for tonight against a team that is desperately seeking a road win especially in conference what's the key for you in terms of playing to your strengths at home you really have to control the tempo and make 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 things difficult on Nebraska that's when it's something that has really been a struggle for Indiana in, against a lot of teams to where they just haven't necessarily stressed uh, teams uh, defensively. They're, they're giving up a lot of points. They, are, uh, they, do, they get beat off the dribble. Second-chance points have been a real problem. So if the Hoosiers could hit the glass, knock down some threes and build a, a little bit of a lead and bring that Assembly Hall crowd, which throughout the season they might be frustrated with Mike Woodson but boy they want this team to do well mm. and uh, so you could bring that to bear on on the brass to put some pressure on it and let the players feed off the crowd you 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 might be in good shape however this is also a very nervous crowd you're talking about an 8:30 Wednesday tip off uh, 8:30 Eastern Wednesday tip off you have an IU team that you said you know has, has lost a, a whole bunch uh, in, in recent weeks People are starting to get real itchy about uh, Mike Woodson. I, I'm interested to see what the atmosphere in Assembly Hall is going to be like. If, they, they, if the Hoosiers fall behind early, get off to a slow start, which you know has happened, you know this is going to be a crowd that isn't uh, maybe the most energetic. Mm. Ken, we appreciate your time Good and stuff, uh, Ken. enjoy appreciate the game you. tonight. 
Well, thanks a lot. Appreciate you having me on. That's Ken Bikoff. He hosts the Peaks podcast. He covers Indiana basketball. Nebraska still a slight, slight fave, Ravi. I, I don't know. You in? Oh, I don't. We're gonna. Uh, we're gonna. I think we're gonna fight about the resume again before we. <laughs> before we get out. Weird. Of here another today. fight. Uh, more heard at Sports Radio coming up next. <laughs> Hail Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from four to six p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.